This is Macro Horizons Morning Musings. I'm Ian Lingen, here to bring you our thoughts from the trading desk for Monday, June 22nd. Welcome to BMO COVID-19 Insights. Visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19 for more up-to-the-minute insights. The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of BMO Capital Markets, its affiliates, or subsidiaries. Financial markets are entering a period with limited data or other scheduled developments from which to derive any meaningful trading direction. It's the final full trading week of what promises to be a dismal second quarter, and while the trajectory of economic activity has improved via the reopening process, the fact remains that it will most likely require years to claw back the ground lost during the pandemic. This isn't new information, however. And as investors look forward, the focus remains on gauging the pace with which the labor market is re-engaged and consumers' propensity to spend is re-established. While improvement in sentiment surveys and the surprisingly strong retail sales environment in May have added to the positive skew to the near-term outlook, for the constructive momentum to accelerate, the jobs landscape needs to continue improving. With a nod to all of the Fed's accommodative efforts and Washington's stimulus push, these measures are by definition temporary fixes designed to provide a bridge to firms to weather the pandemic with the objective of successfully reopening, reestablishing, and retooling in the new normal. These ambitions are consistent with reemploying as many workers displaced by the pandemic shutdown as possible, but the fact of the matter is, a large number of the jobs lost during the second quarter simply are not going to return. This isn't to suggest that an elevated unemployment rate will be a permanent feature in the U.S., rather that a snapback scenario is unlikely given the dizzying array of uncertainties that persist. The October 31st expiration of the payroll protection program has undoubtedly kept the ranks of the unemployed lower than had the initiative not been deployed. Even if a more cynical interpretation implies that another round of job shedding has only been delayed for the final two months of 2020. The fact that the magnitude of the second round losses won't be evident until after voters go to the polls on November 3rd isn't lost on us. With this context, the week's economic data is unlikely to materially recast the macro narrative, even if the domestic real estate sector continues to defy the downside implications from the pandemic. Durable goods and personal spending and income will incrementally add to investors' understanding of the state of the economy, as well as the weekly jobless claims. Nonetheless, the July 2nd BLS report is the true litmus test for the V-shaped optimism. In this context, the consensus call for a gain of 3.6 million jobs during June on top of the 1.5 million already seen in May will be the obvious focus. The unexpectedly strong May print, roughly 10 million stronger than the consensus, has raised the bar on how quickly investors expect the labor market to be redeployed and any significant downside miss will bring into question not only the trajectory of the recovery, but also the reliability of the mid-pandemic data. We've long maintained that issues of data collection 
and the accuracy of traditional measures of economic activity will plague the market until the pandemic has sufficiently passed, and NFP speaks to this dynamic. Moreover, the magnitude of the losses in employment and consumption lack context or comparison and are therefore challenging for investors to evaluate. Layer in the assumption that much of the downside in Q2 will be reversed in Q3, and a collective sense of flying blind quickly develops. This isn't particularly actionable for today's trading session, although it does speak to the degree of conviction one might anticipate in the event of an outside repricing in the U.S. rates market. Ten-year yields at 68 basis points this morning reflect the new equilibrium, and the 40-day moving average at 69.5 basis points offers a focal point as the week gets underway. Two's tens at 50 basis points offers a similarly uninspired departure point as we contemplate the next several trading days. Our long-term steepening bias remains intact, as does our assumption that the outright yield ranges in twos, tens, and thirties will hold at least until non-farm payrolls on July 2nd. In the event next week's employment report is unable to trigger a durable repricing, then the prevailing range will be extended well into the summer months. And with that, this is Ian Lingen signing off. Be safe, tune in, and stop out. Thanks for listening to Macro Horizons. Please visit us at bmocm.com backslash macrohorizons. We'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode. So please email me directly with any feedback at ian.lingen at bmo.com. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more insights, visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19. This podcast has been prepared with the assistance of employees of Bank of Montreal, BMO Nesbitt Burns, Inc., and BMO Capital Markets Corporation. Together, BMO. Notwithstanding the foregoing, this podcast should not be construed as an offer or the solicitation of an offer to sell or to buy or subscribe for any particular product or services, including, without limitation, any commodities, securities, or other financial instruments. We are not soliciting any specific action based on this podcast. It is for the general information of our clients. It does not constitute a recommendation or a suggestion that any investment or strategy referenced herein may be suitable for you. It does not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial conditions, or needs of individual clients. Nothing in this podcast constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a representation that any investment or strategy is suitable or appropriate to your unique circumstances, or otherwise constitutes an opinion or a recommendation to you. BMO is not providing advice regarding the value or advisability of trading in commodity interests, including futures contracts and commodity options or any other activity, which would cause BMO or any of its affiliates to be considered a commodity trading advisor under the U.S. Commodity Exchange Act. BMO is not undertaking to act as a swap advisor to you or in your best interests, and you, to the extent applicable, will rely solely on advice from your qualified independent representative in making hedging or trading decisions. This podcast is not to be relied upon in substitution for the exercise of independent judgment. You should conduct your own independent analysis of the matters referred to herein, together with your qualified independent representative, if applicable. BMO assumes no responsibility for verification of the information in this podcast. No representation or warranty is made as to the accuracy or completeness of such information, and BMO accepts no liability whatsoever for any loss arising from any use of or reliance on this podcast. BMO assumes no obligation to correct or update this podcast. This podcast does not contain all information that may be required to evaluate any transaction or matter, and information may be available to BMO and or its affiliates that is not reflected herein. 
BMO and its affiliates may have positions, long or short, and affect transactions or make markets, insecurities mentioned herein, or provide advice or loans to, or participate in the underwriting or restructuring of the obligations of, issuers and companies mentioned herein. Moreover, BMO's trading desks may have acted on the basis of the information in this podcast. For full legal disclosure, please visit bmocm.com legal. To access our full disclosures for equity research reports, please visit researchglobal0.bmocapitalmarkets.com slash public dash disclosure slash.